Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. So today's episode is going to be about how to get back in touch with your body's intuitive signals and the misconceptions that comes with eating intuitively, particularly when it comes to obese people, in quotes, eating intuitively, because this is an argument, a really common argument that people have that people who crave unhealthy foods their intuitive signals don't work right. And I'm going to take you through the steps of why that's not true. And yeah, so you'll you'll hear me reference to influencers in the episode, but I didn't really go into detail and it kind of sounds really abrupt. And it's like, Justine, who are you talking about? Um, And this is because in the last podcast episode, I brought up an influencer, but... She influenced influence. She influenced my podcast episode, but I felt like bringing her up in the conversation wasn't necessary to have the conversation. So I ended up cutting her out of the last episode, but you'll hear in this episode around like 12 or 13 minutes in, I bring up a female influencer and that's pretty much all I say about her. So just a reference for that. And then also I am, this in, this episode was influenced by Obese to Beast. He is a YouTuber and I had watched his video and it really sparked me to have this conversation on my podcast because I think that the intuitive eating world poorly explains things online sometimes. So I just wanted to clear the air with that. So those are the two people that I'm talking about this episode. And yeah, so with that all being said, let's get into the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. So I don't, I don't know if this is going to become like its whole episode, but I was just watching a YouTube video from John at Obese to Beast, and he made up a really interesting point, which I think the like anti-diet intuitive eating professionals don't really talk too much about and that is like how the heck is an obese person or someone that's a little bit like outside of most of these experts niche like how is an obese person per se supposed to be able to eat intuitively because right now they're eating intuitively And their body's telling them to drink like two liters of soda a day and consume like 10,000 calories a day. And they're obviously functioning and going on with their life, being like 200 pounds overweight. John, he used to be very overweight and I don't know if he was morbidly obese, but he was obese. And he's making the very valid argument with like, what the heck? is someone in that state with their body supposed to do because obviously them listening to themselves has gotten them to this point of being mega overweight. And so if you have a desire when you're obese to lose weight, what are you supposed to do if you actually want to get healthy? Because um like I'm I'm not blind to like the fact that being obese is hard. You know, um, it's hard to sit on an airplane. Sometimes you have to buy two seats on an airplane. It's hard to just move around. It's hard on your joints. It's hard on your heart. 
it's hard on you mentally and emotionally. And I just understand that it's maybe not the way that you want to live forever. So what do you do to move forward, but to like lose weight and be healthy in a healthy, sustainable way? And how do you do that when your your body signals have been telling you something that isn't healthy, like to drink a bunch of soda every day? I first want to start off by talking about your body's internal cues, your hunger and fullness cues. And something that I have mentioned a couple times, at least on my Instagram, I don't know if I've talked about it here, but when we are babies, we have really, really heightened intuitive eating signals and body cues. So like we can't talk for the first like what year almost of our lives so we have to let people know like hey I'm hungry right now and hey I don't want to eat anymore it's not no one's forcing us to eat but what happens by our parents feeding us when we're babies is um sometimes they'll be like no you you need to try to eat this and they'll kind of force feed you to eat certain foods that don't taste good to you right now or that you don't feel like eating right now or foods that you don't like or doesn't let you eat enough of like fruit or something like that like parents will automatically put these almost subconscious food rules onto babies and the babies don't get exactly what they want and need because babies are so intuitive because they can't talk and then so through parents feeding us and then becoming toddlers maybe we're not making our own plates at dinners and again our parents are putting these like food rules on us the age of seven is when our subconscious brain stops developing so everything you hear about food and how much you should eat and what you should eat and how you should look that is all in your subconscious brain still because your brain when you were young before the age of seven was like a sponge taking in everything that it could as truth and so when you hear like oh I should only eat one plate of food when in reality you could have had a little bit more than one plate or the opposite you could have been told hey you should eat a whole entire plate of food and it was way too much food for you but if you didn't eat enough food when you were little you're punished so then you had to eat more and then so by doing that your body eats past its comfortable fullness and then you keep doing it and 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 And so your body's fullness cues are then silenced at a young age this this could easily happen at like one or two years old. So imagine if you're in your late 20s, maybe early 30s, and you're obese or morbidly obese, and you have had your hunger and fullness cues silent since the age of one or two, it's going to be really hard to know what your body's actually saying to you. So going on John's point, him saying that he intuitively... I'm putting that in quotes, intuitively would want to drink two liters of soda. I I would argue that maybe that was a little bit more of habit combined with his body signals being silenced heavily rather than his body actually asking for that because like we can put our bodies through a lot of shit. Like you, you could also... Uh, with this argument go and tell me that a smoker intuitively smokes I don't think so um there are cases of I think I learned this in 
um, um, manifesting course that I was in. No, no, no. I read this, I think, in Psycho-Cybernetics. Really, really good book about um, the subconscious brain and just how easily you can switch a habit. And so on this like smoking thing, because I feel like smoking is something you get addicted to. I'm not saying you get addicted to food. I feel like I'm kind of going off a tangent, but it's a good example. Stay with me. Um, So basically this man, he had smoked his whole entire life. I think he was about 40 years old. He ran out of a pack of cigarettes and he lived in the middle of the country. So he had to walk to the nearest um, tobacco shop to get cigarettes. It was about, I think it was like 15 miles or something that he walked. And so he had walked to go get the tobacco and then he felt like such a fool being such a slave to tobacco that he decided um like I think after buying the pack that he was never gonna buy tobacco ever again that he was like done with it he's like tobacco you tried to make me look like a fool I'm not gonna buy you anymore and so he had been smoking for like 20 plus years never touched a cigarette ever again in his life and so Obviously, we know that smoking tobacco is very, very addictive and hard to cut, especially cold turkey, and people go years trying to cut out cigarettes. And you could argue, for a smoker, smoking cigarettes is intuitive, but I would argue that your mind and body are not communicating very well and that that switch hasn't happened I hope that made some sense with what I'm saying. So I don't think that someone really wants to smoke cigarettes and have their body die. And obviously you could argue that they're addicted, but also like where's the fine line between your body having almost no say and your mind taking over versus like being intuitive, you know? And so I think in this case of someone having their intuitive signals silenced for such a long time that their mind has taken over their body is kind of what I'm saying. Similar to the man with the tobacco. His mind had taken over the addiction from his body, but then his mind had decided, hey, fuck this habit that I have. I'm over it. And then his body just followed I think that you can make that switch in your brain with intuitive eating. And I'm not saying I can fix your smoking. Please don't ask me to ever do that because I'm not going to help you do that. That's not my expertise and that's not what I'm saying. But I think that you can make that mental shift in your mind like, hey, I'm going to turn on my body's intuitive signals and I'm going to figure out how to fuel myself properly and have like the right nutrients in my body because the whole point of intuitive eating is to allow your body to eat a variety of nutrients because it is almost like nearly impossible for like an average omnivore eater like a person that eats meat and vegetables and grains to get all of the vitamins and nutrients they need in one day unless they were tracking um And that's why tracking is kind of BS because in reality, you're not supposed to get everything in one single day. You're supposed to get it over a a couple days. Um, You're supposed to get the variety over a couple days. And how are you supposed to do that? Are you going to track three days at a time to make sure you're getting all your vitamins and minerals? No, you're not. That's ridiculous. So your body is literally able to get 
all of the nutrients within the span of like three or four days and you won't have to worry about it at all because your body will crave those nutrients to make sure that you're functioning fully because the body's whole its whole job is to function fuel you um heal you you know turn over your cells make your blood pump everything like that so it doesn't want to be pumped with a bunch of shit that isn't useful for it but it's easy to eat that stuff when your hunger and fullness and just intuitive signals in general have been silenced so much. So yeah, I'm going to get off that topic and hop on to the next that I think it is important. And so that is, what do you do if your hunger and fullness signals have been silenced for most of your life and you are at this point where you're obese or morbidly obese like what the heck do you do how do you even know what it's supposed to feel like when you eat healthy okay so I am going to get into that but I also want to bring up the point of me telling you this I'm not telling you a way that you could like lose weight automatically but I'm also want to bring up the point that your body has a natural weight set point um so that means that your body has a weight that it likes to sit at when you're not dieting and you're not overeating you're just eating like very intuitive and normal and when you are overweight or your body is over its natural set point and it's heavier than its set point um after i think it's two years of being in that heavier weight your body's set point raises by five to ten pounds and that keeps happening so if you've been like obese or overweight or over your body set point for like a number of years your body's natural set point might be a little bit higher than someone else who hasn't been overweight before and so that's also why it may be harder for you to get like really lean like you might see people online because your body wants to sit at a heavier set point because it's been heavier for longer and um your your set point can change over time obviously because it can get heavier but um you don't you shouldn't be trying to like starve your body to be like in a healthy BMI or something because your body now naturally has a heavier set point if you've been heavier for a long time back to my point what do you do when your intuitive signals have been silenced for so long so this is an interesting point which i feel like some intuitive eating professionals and health professionals would maybe disagree with me um, but I want to bring up these two examples. So John and then that influencer, they both decided to go on diets so they could learn how to eat healthy and have healthy habits. And I think if you truly don't know what it feels like to have like a very nutrient dense diet and you don't know what it feels like for food to give you energy and food to feel light and vibrant in your body, then I personally don't see the harm in putting a little bit of rules into your diet. And I know that's something that I don't promote in general, um, but I thought that this episode would be a little helpful for those who I don't necessarily talk about that are directly in my niche. So I think it's in week 10 or 11 in my food journal I have weekly challenges in my food journal and one of those weeks it's to add in a nutrient dense food into your diet and 
I think another week or maybe that same week it's to eat like more plant-based. So maybe have like a plant-based meal during the week, whatever you decide to do. And if you have a hard time with like food rules and stuff to just skip those weeks. But I think if you don't, like if you truly don't know what it feels like to have a nutrient dense meal or just to like, because honestly, like when I went vegan, I could like feel all the nutrients in my body. It was like the craziest sensation. If you don't know what any of that feels like and you just have been going around eating processed food all day and a bunch of soda and you're just like functioning with this like barely having nutrients in your body almost feeling like very sluggish and heavy all the time then you might not understand what it feels like to awake those signals with like the prop I guess like the proper foods the nutrient dense foods because the whole point of intuitive eating is to be able to feed your body a variety of nutrients and foods So if you don't know what that feels like, what the fuck are you supposed to do? So I would say if you're in this point and you're like, what am I supposed to do? I don't understand. My body's telling me to eat pizza and ice cream for every meal. And you are like 200 pounds overweight. Then I would say add in more nutrient dense foods. It's as simple as that. And I think if like if you really have the desire to go on to um like Weight Watchers or something because I think Weight Watchers is basically macros for dummies so it's a little bit less intense and um maybe less addictive than counting macros but it's less tedious than counting macros for sure and so that teaches you like all the zero point foods are basically like very nutrient dense fruits and vegetables um but I would say like any fruits and vegetables, fucking go for it, you know, like, if you want to have a salad every single day, like, try to eat just a lot more veggies than you would imagine you should, um, and also don't cut your calories, like, so intensely, because if you are at this point where you're eating anywhere from, like, three to five thousand calories a day, maybe even more, do not cut your calories in half because that's going to drive you crazy and that's why I think that the intuitive eating principles are so crucial because if you truly want to like better your life and be healthier and eat healthier foods and live longer whatever the motivator is for you or if you just want to feel comfortable and you truly think that losing a little bit of weight or a lot of weight will help you then by all means like my my goal isn't to tell you to stop dieting my goal is to like help you live your happiest healthiest life and whatever that is for you I just want you to like not have to worry about food for the rest of your life and if you're currently worrying about food because you're overweight then like I don't know just like do whatever suits you and whatever resonates with you but I'm going to tell you the reasons why maybe dieting hasn't worked for you and so if you're cutting your calories in half and like basically your body is like what the fuck like what the fuck you've been feeding me 5,000 calories a day for the last 10 years and now all of a sudden I'm you know, in the 2000s, like you, you can't put your body into shock like that because you're going to bounce back and you're going to get off the diet. So if you were to lower your calories, you need to lower them little by little. And I would simply do this by like one portion of your plate, just adding vegetables in 
adding the nutrients in and little by little just have like maybe one fully healthy meal a day you there's a million recipes out there but I wouldn't go 180 and start tracking everything and cutting your calories in half and doing all this crazy stuff but I would start adding in these foods that you would be okay with having them as a part of your everyday routine yeah I don't know and then just like Maybe if you are drinking soda like John was, soda makes you super dehydrated. So I would recommend having just like a huge glass of water when you wake up just so your body has the chance to feel like what it feels like to be super hydrated because those are the feelings that you want to go after. And so if you give your body a chance to feel it, to feel all the hydration, to feel all the nutrients, your body will start asking for more. That's pretty much what I wanted to say. I hope this was helpful. I felt like, um, like I said, this is something that no one really talks about. And, you know, like working with really obese or like really overweight or obese clients, um, isn't really my niche because honestly, I've never been there. You know, um, I don't know what it feels like. I haven't been there. I can only speculate, but I know how intuitive eating works because for me, before finding intuitive eating and counting my macros and stuff, almost every single weekend I would go out to like vegan restaurants and eat like a fried vegan chicken sandwich and like a whole thing of ice cream with like Oreos in it and french fries or animal fries and I was just like eating so much like junk food and like fast food and I would eat so much of it, like so many appetizers and just like the greasiest burger and all the dessert and maybe even like a soda or like a kombucha or something. And like, yeah, it was vegan, but it was just like this fried stuff. And I probably shouldn't have been eating it like multiple times a week. And because I was dieting and like cutting my macro or cutting my calories so much and counting my macros and just like making myself miserable during the week, once that weekend came, my body didn't really give a shit. It just wanted to get the calories in that I had been suppressing it of. And so I was eating so much. And now like looking back and now with how intuitive I am with my food, there's like no way I would feel okay if I ate that much and not emotionally but like physically my body would just feel so gross from having so much grease inside of it because that that stuff isn't like supernatural for my body to eat my body doesn't want all the extra grease in it and so yeah I can eat french fries or I can eat that burger but like I wouldn't be going every single weekend to eat that stuff because it would literally make me feel ill and Right now, maybe you're at the point where you are eating like that, like I was, which is totally fine, but maybe you, you're you like, why am I eating like this? Why can't I just eat healthy? Like, what is wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with you, but maybe what you're doing and what you're trying just isn't working and you need to try something else. And this is the something else that you can give a try and see if it works for you. So don't cut your calories super intensely. Like lower them little by little. Don't lower your portions. Increase your nutrient density. So give yourself those really nutrient dense fruits and vegetables. And this will also help your stomach 
um, feel full still because it'll have volume in it and your stomach wants to have volume in it um, because that's the kind of creatures that we are. So that's why we need vegetables in our diets. Um, so yeah, try those things. Add in a nutrient-dense food and just start adding in more little by little and don't make any drastic changes to your diet because the drastic changes is what puts our body into like shock whether it's changing every single food you eat every single day drastically and not eating any fast food ever again and not having soda ever again because your body is going to be like what is going on and if you weren't counting calories before like maybe you were eating a lot more calories in like the soda and so if you cut out soda completely your body's gonna be like what are we doing um so just do it little by little gradually so your body has time to adjust because remember if you're in your 20s your body's been working its way up you know It's been doing this for a long time, however long it's been doing it. And so you can't just strip it of everything it's ever known. You have to baby it a little. And also remember, your subconscious brain is only seven years old. So be nice to it. You know, it just wants to protect you. Well, that is all from me today, guys. I hope that you learned something from this podcast and that it was kind of helpful. I honestly don't know if this is going to reach anyone who... It would be most helpful to but I just kind of wanted to get that off my chest because I understand that there's a lot of point of views out there and I'm mainly talking to like one targeted group of people but I just want to let you know that there is a way for you to get to where I am without having to restrict yourself immensely and just like hate your diet you can still enjoy food you can still enjoy life and yeah I hope that was helpful and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Hello there. My name is Justine and I am the host of the For the Love of Yourself podcast. I am a certified holistic health coach and I am passionate about helping you become the best version of yourself by becoming confident in your body through food freedom, intuitive eating, and manifestation. This podcast was made to help you change your mindset around traditional diets as well as traditional ways of living. I hope you find exactly what you needed to hear today in order to help change your life. Now, let's get on to today's episode.